What is going on? Happy Tuesday. And uh, I uh, was just writing uh, a piece of copy for an ad, and I thought that it would be really useful for uh, those of you who have teams uh, because it simplified the concept of selling or persuasion into two pieces. And this is something that I fundamentally believe in uh, from a from a selling standpoint. Um, and it allows you to simplify what your team needs to know uh, to close a sale, right? And so instead of thinking, because we have the closer, you know, formula, clarify why they're there, label them with the problem, overcome past pain, you know, sell them the vacation, explain away their uh, concerns, and then reinforce the decision, right? So that's the, that's the closer formula as we know it. What's up, Gary? Um, but to simplify it even further for your teams, I think you can, you can simplify it even more into two basic concepts, all right? In the first, the first piece is the promise and the second piece is the delivery, okay? For someone to buy what you're selling, they have to perceive the promise as valuable and perceive the promise as valuable enough uh, in exchange for the money, right? And so um, what's interesting is that I've been able to see this from a B2B standpoint and from a B2C standpoint, and so from a B2B standpoint, it's really easy to establish uh, a promise of perceived value because like you literally can just say like, you pay us 10 grand, we make you a hundred. Does that sound worth it? Everyone says, sure. Yes, of course you can do that because it's the second piece of the persuasive equation, um, which is the one that's faulty in a B2B situation, which is whether someone believes that you can actually deliver on that promise, right? Now, when you're selling in a B2C situation, which is what we're doing at the gyms, right? We're selling fitness, we're selling weight loss. Um, that's where the first part, which is the promise, um, is some, one of the harder parts sometimes to establish value uh, because someone like that's why we have to continue to dig into the pain and then get them to realize how long they've been doing this, get them to realize uh, how many pieces, parts of their life this is affecting um, so that we can increase their attention on it. And then by putting more attention on it, it increases in importance. So. They've done uh, studies in polling when they when they talk about like what are the most important uh, topics for the election, right? And so whatever the news cycle is currently on, like the for our last election cycle, the wall and immigration was you know Trump's main thing, and so it was one of the primary things that people were voting on. But he created that topic, right, by putting people's attention on it. And then when you put people's attention on it, it becomes more important. And that's essentially what we're doing in the selling process is putting your prospects' attention on the problem so they become more aware of how important it really should be to them, where in fact, most times they're using a coping mechanism of ignoring it because it's too painful to confront the emotions they have around how they look and how they feel and how they're showing up as a parent, et cetera, right? And so if you are selling and someone says no, you can basically narrow it down to one of two things. You either don't perceive what I'm saying is valuable or you don't believe that I can get you there. Right. Because I mean, in scenario one, they say, no, I totally, totally need to transform my life. I totally need to transform my body. Um, like I need this. I need this. I need this. But I don't think me buying an ebook from you is going to get me there. Right. And then it is your job as the salesman to to bridge that gap into making them believe that once they have this X, Y, Z program, they're going to get there. Right. And so what's interesting is that with a B2C sale, most of the times, um, the conviction is not as hard to get as in a B2B sale, like in what we do, um, but it's still, it's like medium hard. Um, but the value side, the first promise is one of the harder ones, which is why the more you dig in to why they showed in today, the more you establish the gap when they walk in the door, of why are you here? 
Why did you go through the trouble of signing up? Why did you go through the trouble of putting it in your calendar? Why did you remember? Why did you get in your car? Why did you drive through traffic? Why did you find parking all the way to get here? Why? Because it's important to you. You might not even realize how important it is to you, but on some level, you know that it's something that you want to change, right? Right. And so what we're doing is we're continuing to stack value. Now, when you are stacking value, one of the key pieces to understand is how much would someone pay for one more year of life? A lot. How much would someone pay for their children to have one more year of life? Probably even more. How much would someone pay for their children to not have to suffer all of the pain and insecurity of being overweight because they don't have the right habits? A lot, a lot, right? And so a lot of times we miss the real impact of what actually transforming someone's life does. And so I think a lot of times we get lost as fitness professionals when we're selling because we're trying to sell our widget. But the reality is that the widget is just a vehicle to get them to the promised land. And you have to have a vivid picture in your mind when you are selling to explain to them what the promised land really is, right? And if you can truly articulate that to a prospect, like what would it be like if you could have pizza every night? What if you could have cake when you wanted to because you had learned how to count your macros, right? <laughs> if you had learned how to eat whatever you want, but do it in such a way that you never have to diet again, right? Like what would that kind of freedom be like? What would it be like so that you go out with your friends and you look amazing and your friends are like, what are you doing? And then they see you ordering and they're like, I don't know how you're doing this. And you're like, because I've learned a skill. I know how to do this now so that you don't have to keep hopping from diet to diet to diet to diet, right? And then we're gonna couple that with the fitness component so that when you are dieting, so when you are losing fat, we're also gonna gain muscle, right? You know that muscle burns fat, right? Okay, of course you do. But we're gonna actually tone in the right areas. You know what I mean? This is where I'm using a little bit more salesmanship than I would, like if I'm talking to you about how to do programming, you know, if we have a six week squat and deadlift seminar, no girls are signing up for that. But if I have a six week big booty boot camp, tons of girls are signing up for that, right? But what are we gonna do? Squat and deadlift, you know what I mean? Like hip thrust, like this. But like, it ha you, have to, you have to phrase what you're saying in a way that the prospect can actually even understand why it would be valuable to them, right? So to, to bring, this, bring this home for your salespeople, if they are losing sales most of the time, it is because they have not been able to articulate the value of the promise that we are making. I want to set you free from this thing that you have been struggling with for your entire life. Since when have you been overweight? Since I was 16. What do you think it would be like to not be overweight? Would you be okay with that? Do you think your identity would need to change? Because you probably, do you identify with the fact that you're overweight? Yeah, I guess it's just, I've always struggled with it. Right, so it's like a part of who you are. So I'm gonna tell you, it's gonna be, it's gonna be hard for you, right? To deal with the fact that once we get you to that goal weight, your identity is going to change. People are going to treat you differently and it's gonna really mess with you. So I'm just warning you. So there I put a damaging admission in and then all of a sudden they're like, wow, he's really talking to me like. Hey, Mosin Nation, quick break just to let you know that we've been starting to post on LinkedIn and want to connect with you. All right, so send me a connection request and note letting me know that you listen to the show and I will accept it. If there's anyone you think that we should be connected with, tag them in one of my or Layla's posts and I will give you all the love in the world. All right, so let's get back to the show. Like, I'm gonna really get there, right? And so it's the way that you're talking about it <coughs> that sets up the stage. Um, a good one that I got from uh, my man, Nick Elliott, is that if you start talking to someone about their weight, I'm going a little bit on tangent here, but if you talk to a, a lady about her weight or a guy, 
and uh, they laugh about it, right? They're like, yeah, man, I am overweight as can be, right? They say something like that. This is like, this is like a gut punch, but it will, it will crush. You look at the person in the eye and you're like, don't laugh. It's not funny. Laughter is a coping mechanism that we use to cover up something that we know that we need to do. Right. So right now, you know that you haven't been getting to where you want to go. And so you cover it, you cope with that by laughing about it. All of a sudden, the tone of the conversation, right. And then like someone's looking back at you and they're like, holy shit. And you're like, right. You came here to change your life. That's what I'm going to do. Cool. And then like, literally, you're just like, what card do you want to use? <laughs> so if you want a throat punch, you can use that. Um, but anywho, if you guys are struggling, the value proposition is in the gap, right? It's in that, why are you here? And what's the problem that we're trying to solve? And then where do you want to go? And you continue to stack and reiterate the value to the point of, of ridiculousness. Like if I were to change your life and all of your children's children are healthy forever because of the habits that you were able to instill, you're able to live 10 years longer. Is that not worth $200 a month? Of course it is. Cool. So then you transition to the second part, which is now do you, you need to believe that I can get you there, right? And so that's when you get into the conviction part. And so it's like, what would it take for you to believe? Would it take having lots of people who are just like you, who wanted to get to where you want to go, who have already done it? Well, that's why we have this big wall. And so for all the people who are in my, my crew, we all have a massive wall of testimonials. Y'all have seen my wall of gym owner testimonials, right? Like I believe in them because social proof matters because it works, right? And so that's where the biggest, the biggest piece of conviction is people who have, who have struggled with what that person is struggling with, who have gone to where that person is trying to go. And so the wall of testimonials is going to be your number one thing, right? And then if that does not convince them, then there is a limiting belief that you need to uncover, which is why asking questions like, why don't you think you would be able to achieve it? What is it that you feel is missing from this program that you feel would be necessary for you to be successful, right? And that's where you have to go back through the back pain and be like, okay, why do you think this failed? Right? Like you said, you did Jimmy Craig, right? And sometimes it's explaining, it's teaching them because sometimes they don't know why they failed, just why they're worried it's not going to work this time, right? So like, so you did Jimmy Craig, awesome. Okay, why do you think you failed? And they're like, I don't know. I just, you know, after I, I kind of fell off and I gained the weight back. I'm like, okay, so let's, let's dive into it together. So you started eating better, right? Because they provide the meals for you, right? Okay, so you had a calorie deficit. That's a good thing, right? That's why you started losing weight. Okay, what else do you think happened? So you said you fell off. So did you have anyone checking in with you on a regular basis, calling you in, taking measurements? Well, we do it once a month there. Okay, so probably needs to be a little bit more than that. You probably needed more communication to keep you on track so that the moment you actually fell off from an emotional standpoint, you could get right back on rather than waiting a month when you already pretty much made the decision to stop. Does that sound about right? Sure, okay, so we're missing the accountability piece, got it. All right, so do you think, were you doing any kind of uh, exercise during this period of time? Well, I was kind of walking, okay, cool. So, so you lost the weight and then you gained it back, right? Yes. Okay, cool. So if you lost the weight and then gained it back, there's another thing. There's two other things, actually. One is you didn't know how to cook because you were buying the food, right? So you never learned the skill of making the food. So eventually, you know that you're dependent on this company for the rest of your life until you learn the skill, right? They're giving you fish rather than you learning how to fish. Does that make sense? Okay, cool. So we got that one. So you were missing the accountability. You missed learning the skill. Got that. And the third thing is that when you were dieting, you didn't do any kind of resistance training, right? Muscle so that you could build your metabolic engine to, to burn more, right? So that when you actually get to your ideal weight, you're actually burning more calories, not less. Wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't you like to get to your size two and eat the cake that you like? Because let me be real with you, the only way that it's gonna stick is if you can eat the things that you like. 
right? On the way there and while you are there, right? I'm not saying you're gonna eat ice cream for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right? But I am saying that you do need to be able to have those things so that you don't have to say, I will never eat cake for the rest of my life because let's be real, you're gonna eat cake, right? So you just need to learn how to do it so that you can literally have your cake and have your size two jeans. <laughs> Does that make sense? Okay, cool. Does that make sense why it didn't work and why this is gonna work for you? Look, we've done this a lot of times, you can trust us. Cool, okay, on top of that, just to show you that I put my money where my mouth is, if for any reason between now and the end of the eight weeks or whatever it is, you feel like you're not getting the service and the value that I'm promising you right now, I'll give you your money back. I'll write you the check myself. Cool? Okay, awesome, what card do you wanna use? And you're done, okay? So that's um, ultimately how you wanna simplify the sales conversation with someone is one, do they find it valuable? And you can continue to stack value to the point of ridiculousness. And feel free to, because you need to really understand, and I think like genuinely everyone who's on here, you need to understand what we provide people. Sometimes we sell it short because we see it all the time. We do it every single day. Some of you, I don't know if any of you guys are feeling like this. Who here gets numb to seeing before and after pictures? I do. I stopped, I stopped caring. I'll be really honest with you. I stopped caring. I was like, oh, there's another 60 pounder. Woo. I stopped caring, right? Because we're so numb to it because we've taken so many people through this transformation that like we don't even have an emotional attachment to it anymore, right? The thing is, is that person on that day, is it's life-changing them. And so you need to remind yourself what kind of impact we really have from a generational standpoint. Like, here's a good one, generational health. Not generational wealth, but generational health. What kind of legacy are you leaving your, your, your kids, right? What's your health legacy? Oh, fuck, right? Now that you're like, you're hitting them in the, you're hitting them in the throat, right? It's, it's stacking the value and making them aware, putting their attention on what this really is. And if they laugh, throat punch him and be like, this is serious. Don't laugh. You're coping with the fact that you realize that you have failed. But that's why you're here and we're going to change that. And that's why you're going to pay me because I am going to change your life, right? You look at someone like that with balls and they're going to give you their money because they're going to believe you because you better be for real if you're going to say that. So that's the, is it worth it side? And then if they're like, okay, it's definitely worth it, but they don't believe that you're going to be able to get them there. Then you just ask the natural questions, which is one, Look at our big wall. So obviously we've taken who people like you to where you wanna go. So the next thing is if you feel like you are a special snowflake, which is possible, why do you feel like you're a special snowflake? Usually it's because of a past failure they don't understand. And so you need to explain to them why that was a failure and why this will be different this time. And that's how it works. So anyways, simplifying the sales for your team. Hope that was useful for you. Hope you all are having an amazing Tuesday, two times Tuesday. Wanted to give you a tactical Tuesday. Um, piece of content, a little bit more towards the gym uh, world because my last like 25 pieces have been a little bit more on the uh, pie in the sky version. If you guys do like this, tag and comment so I can know if this is more of the style that you guys like. Um, I can make whatever. But uh, anyways, this was on my mind and I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you found it valuable. Tag your peeps in it. Drop a comment, drop a like, and I'll see you guys on the flip side.